gotta go to the good part. Been rocking this shit all day. That was a song. It's like a full album, but it's one long song by one of my favorite, favorite artists, a musical ambient artist, Steve Roach is his name, and that album is called Mantram. I totally think of a Beavis, Beavis and Butthead comment, like, he said Mantram. <laughs> Anyways, I've been rocking that for the past 48 hours. I've just been listening to it over and over again. It's like 73 minutes long. And it's really good. It's just like this ambient song with this um, shamanic drummer. It's awesome. It's good for any moment of the day. So I had the urge to record this podcast because I've been overly caffeinated in the past 24 hours and my concentration has been not so good my allergies have been bad I'm just kind of in this whirlwind mess of like laziness and lethargicness and it's really nice and I should be stoked I did however um, last night sometimes I feel into things and I ask my my body if it's like oh should I should I ride my bike to Starbucks right now and drink a double espresso at 6 p.m.? And my body was down for it, so I did that, and it was very rewarding. If you need, sometimes you just gotta switch up what you're doing and and just go do something weird, and, and more often than not, you get rewarded for it. Like right there, I chugged water. Chugging water is always rewarding. It's easy to forget to hydrate. Forget to hydrate. Um, today I attempted to go for a bike ride and kind of find this magic little space. Kamloops is really green right now. Um, usually it gets called brown town by people because it, it's really brown in the summer, but we got more rain than usual, so Kamloops is very green, and I tried to look for some cool green spot to ride my bike to and just sit and listen to this Steve Roach thing that I opened the the show up with but there's lots of mosquitoes I fucking hate mosquitoes man I just can't you could be in the most beautiful place ever not ever but the most you could be in an incredibly beautiful place and if there's mosquitoes there I'd be like no sorry sorry let's go somewhere where there's not mosquitoes they um, really ruin the fun. They really ruin being in the moment. Well, they put you in the moment because you have to keep smacking them. But um, I just couldn't couldn't relax. Um, then my allergies started getting really bad when I got home and I wanted to scoop my eyes out with a spoon. It's like you're not supposed to itch them, but you do itch them and then it feels so good. And then they're more itchy. But let me tell you this, I can't remember, I think I started suffering from allergies when I was 22 or 23, which was like overall the big 
transitional period in my life. We were coming back from a filming trip in Calgary, and, and Dana's car, the axle broke on the back because there was five of us. We should have died. I'll tell that story another time. But we were stuck in Golden. There's a shot in Better Than Baseball where we're in front of the Golden Spine, and we do, like, the the semi-honk thing with our with our arms in the road trip section and the semi-honks and we all cheer. That was that time. I remember feeling really crazy and everyone was like, oh, let's go to the pub or whatever. And I was just like, no. I just stayed like back at the hotel or motel and just like felt really crazy. And that was my first, I didn't know, but I had allergies really bad at that time because it was around June. And allergies affect, I mean, not only do you have itchy eyes, but you're tired and lethargic and you have trouble thinking clearly. You get like a really foggy head. You just lack motivation in general. So, But what I was getting to was bee pollen, especially bee pollen that is close to um, the place that you live in. If you start taking that stuff in like, put it in your yogurt, like a tablespoon in your yogurt or put some when you make shakes. I had, I've been taking it lots lately. I forgot I hadn't had it in quite a while, maybe like 48 hours. I hadn't had bee pollen. I made a shake and put bee pollen in it. This stuff was from Peace River, which is fairly close here. My allergies went away instantly, like almost within the first few sips. And it's not a placebo effect. Look it up, man. Look up bee pollen. Not only does it help with allergies, it's got like tons of B vitamins. It's an aphrodisiac, it's got lots of protein. It, look it up, look up bee pollen. Find out for yourself. So, surprisingly, uh, it's probably because I'm so caffeinated. I've been really kind of angry lately, again, towards um, rollerblading, and I can't. I'm usually very good at redirecting that anger into creativity, but it, I haven't been able to um, in the past couple of days. So, I mean, I've, you can do like, yeah, you can do the podcast, you can write in your journal, you can do blog postings or whatever. But um, I've just been thinking about that idea of um, like, putting stuff out there, being public, having like a, a public persona, um, something like that. And, and at what cost is it to have, um, to put yourself out there? I personally, like in, at the top of it all, I love the idea of sharing, um, pretty much it's not like sharing your life exactly so much as it is um, sharing moments and memories um, and joy and expression maybe to inspire other people or to make them find their own thing that they can share. That's at the top of it. At the bottom of it, I think there's still this idea of fame that people believe there's this idea of that you can still be famous and what's on top of fame 
fame, not, it's not fame and fortune. It's like, um, wanting to be approved. Okay, yeah, okay, that's it. This need for approval and, and knowing that people are, are watching and approving you and then that ties in with fame or whatever. I don't think that exists anymore. And, um, people that resist, resist, um, other forms of expression and resist uh, saying, not resisting, they say it shouldn't be this way, it should be this way, and if people did it this way, then um, it would be less accepted or that doesn't make it look cool. I don't know, you can think of it in many different terms like music or film or... Um, and it is true that there's lots of crap online that anybody can put stuff up, but I think um, the intent behind a lot of the stuff that goes up is for some kind of an audience that actually, um, it's like this, this fake audience that has some kind of expectation that will make the person famous. I don't know if I've lost everyone by now. The short version of it is that I just wish everyone is very, um, everyone has their unique soul deep down inside that they can, or their, their unique thing that they can let loose into the world. And it, and that can, um, be put through many different channels. Um, but people still censor themselves and think they need to be a certain way based off of this idea of, um, being accepted. And the internet's awesome because I hope as the years go on, knock on wood, if they don't do the internet kill switch, which Tom and I were talking about, shit would go haywire if they cut the internet off. Anywho, um, I hope this next generation of, of children, kids coming up, don't have that censor as much. And I'm not talking about like, um, profanity and sex and drugs and violence and stuff like that. Some of those things can be dealt with actually within reason and they can be tastefully done. But I just hope that it's not like one person trying to be something for this invisible audience. I hope it's just more people putting stuff out without thinking about it too much and just putting stuff out and putting stuff out. And then, and then, I don't know, when they die, the next generations or whatever can, can wade through it and, and find stuff that they like. And I don't know, that idea of creating more stuff, not knowing, creating lots of stuff, putting lots of stuff out there, putting yourself out there, putting your awkwardness out there, not really thinking about it too much, doing it a lot. I think everyone would benefit from that. And the more that we, um, the more that we resist that and try and create something for an audience, I think there's lots of things that are lost. I'm, I'm still, I'm personally, struggling with some with this fine line that um through rollerblading is a great example i think 
I just love the idea of approaching rollerblading from a very objective way now that um, it's not one thing that I do, but it is a great outlet to do lots of things. Whereas, quote-unquote, the industry, whatever this industry is that people speak of, um, thinks that rollerblading needs to be like this whatever the hell that this is, that it needs to look a certain way for public consumption. I just think that we should blow that shit up. Everyone should go in as many different directions as possible, whether it looks ridiculous or silly or fun or whatever. There's no... That celebrity idea, that fame idea, that that idea that... um, like, oh, we're ripe for the picking. We're ripe for the picking. Just give us the right platform. I don't think that exists anymore. I just think there's there's an audience for everything. And whether it takes a long time or not, it, like every little weird subculture, subsection of something will find its way to many people. It's And there's no right answer on how to do it. That's just the way it is it's it's just this constant stream of um information and creativity and expression that is happening all the time so there's a price there's a price at being public so now there's the other side of it where you could just you could just magically take everything that you've ever put up online and just and just get rid of it um i'm very inspired by we have a roommate that lives downstairs dean and he doesn't have a cell phone um just that in itself not having a cell phone your experience of of life your perception of time and everything would be so nice and slowed down and you would have more fun in the moment creating stuff if you weren't I I could just be saying this because I'm really bad I've noticed actually from the last podcast with with Todd I was bad like I'm bad with my phone like bad with text messaging and checking my phone and I'm so bad when I'm sitting in front of the computer that's just because I guess that's how the way that's the way that it's been it's would be fun to explore more now but I'm I'm like a slave to technology it's enhanced my my life greatly in many ways but I want to I want to make peace with it more where I I do where I do more stuff apart from the technology where I just have large chunks of time where I'm not with my phone or my computer I do it a little bit but I would love to do it more um I think people are really smart that kind of have already found their middle ground or maybe they've, they're swaying more towards like oh, people that check their email this would be impossible because they have a business there's people that would like people that I've known that um, didn't check their they didn't have a computer at home and they checked their email and Facebook and whatever they wanted like once a week at the library what an amazing practice do you know how much amazing uh time you would ask how much time you would have for self-reflection and 
creativity and all the stuff that would probably matter more at the end than um, internet, idle internet browsing. My two eternal vices that I've always written about over and over and over and over again, and I've never, I've never conquered them. It's impossible. It's like, I mean, my girlfriend, she smokes cigars once in a while, and I, I'm like, I think that that's bad. But my, my idle web surfing and my, um, my idle web surfing and my caffeine consumption are two things that I was just eternally struggle with and they're so bad they're so bad for you I would love to um, like anything you know I I like to use caffeine once in a while as a consciousness changer as funny as that sounds caffeine does that I mean we're we use the internet and caffeine and alcohol we abuse them way too much so we don't get that like, remember that feeling that you had the fir first time you, like, had two beers or the first time you had a cup of coffee, like, or the first time, it's hard to say the first time browsing the internet. I think I remember, like, on dial-up, the first time my dad explained to me that we were, like, dialing up, dialing into a web of information. I can't remember if I was, like, in grade six or seven, and I actually couldn't wrap my head around the idea of dialing up to something and like getting information the first time I downloaded a song I didn't realize the implications of what direction my life was gonna go in from there um I said this before but I think Todd and I were really stoned once many 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 years ago and I was like imagine if there was a database of every single skate video and you could just look them up, like, in in the t click of a button, like, there's an online library of every skate video. But that's happened already, pretty much. Although if anyone's listening, and you own Mad Beef, I have lost my copy of Mad Beef. It was actually Stevie E's copy, and uh, I love that video. Because I was just in Venice, and I was talking to... Mo Sanders, a lot of people might not remember that name, but he owned Heavy Urethane, and he said he had tricks in that video, in Mad Beef, because there was a lot of Venice footage, which is where he lived, a lot of amazing rollerblading happened there, um, I want to see Mo's skating in, uh, in Mad Beef, the music in that is so good, that's just a good video, so if anyone has that and wants to upload it, please upload it, there's like the Omaha, Nebraska section, online but sorry Dave Kalash I was like I'm not much of an Omaha Nebraska fan growing up I wanted the, I wanted the California stuff you know so back to it um I would love to use the internet and caffeine alcohol pretty much the same but they're just always gonna be around I'd love to use them more moderately and and come and come to peace with them I, I guess I do pretty much the last 48 hours I have had more caffeine than normal and if I'm jumping 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 from topic to topic uh, it's probably because I'm very caffeinated I should just go outside and run around I mean I tried to ride my bike earlier and uh, 
The allergies hit me hard. I tried to walk across um, a dead tree earlier, and the classic thing happened where I was like on this big uh, branch and it snapped. It was, um, I just did that thing where I was thinking about what I was saying and thought that it sounded weird, so then I stopped myself. But then it's weirder to stop yourself while you're talking. Anyways, the tree branch broke and I almost did that classic like, ooh, fall into a barbed wire fence and fuck myself up. Didn't though. I did not. Hmm. I'm just about to go up to a surprise birthday party at um, Harper Mountain. I think Dana's in town. Stoked to hang out with Dana. It's a surprise double 30th birthday party. It's crazy. People are uh, <coughs> people are having 30th birthdays. People are having babies. People are getting married. Wow. I must be getting older. Although, just the other day, our other roommate, Emily, who, by the way, first time she saw me carrying rollerblades into the house, she was like, oh, rollerblades, and got really excited. It was a very refreshing um, reaction, seeing rollerblades. I, I hope more people are stoked on rollerblades like that. Anyways, she found out my age, and it was really funny. I still get ID'd all the time, and when people find out that I'm 29, it's they're shocked, which means I am doing something right. Could be because of bee pollen, because that was another thing. Bee pollen is anti-aging, and it helps with weight loss. Bee pollen, yoga, regular exercise, including inline skating, which is a low-impact activity that tones the hips and thighs and can be done in groups. Keeps you young. Um, anyways, so I'm going up to Harper. That's where um, Joy Factory, the company that we own, our first wedding trailer was filmed up at Harper. It's this beautiful, it's this little ski mountain. It's this beautiful wooden lodge. And uh, it's actually where Todd's wedding is going to be. And if you ever get a chance to go to something, or even go up to the lodge, um, I don't, it's like, it would have to be for an event in the summer, but up there in the spring and summer it's beautiful and it's one of those places that when you get there the actual energy and vibe of the place sucks you in right away um it's one of those places to bring it back that you wouldn't even care about a computer or a phone you would just uh enjoy being in this place it's gorgeous stoked to go out there i was hoping dan and i can get some skating in this weekend, but I don't think it's going to happen because um, I think everyone's staying up there for all of Saturday and I'm coming back, um, but we'll see. I'd love to make another really good edit at the skate park again. I'm giving you right now permission. Let me get some water quickly. I'm giving all the listeners permission right now. One, no, giving you permission to do three things. First thing, I'm giving you permission to be fucking lazy when you want. Everybody 
needs to have a self-retreat date. Sometimes you just have to sit around and be lazy and just not use your brain, just hang out. I think we're, we are um, brought up to think we're supposed to be so productive all the time. But just take a day where you get excited about when you have been productive, or I don't know, don't even think about that. Just sit around and do something. Or do nothing. Doing nothing is doing something. Don't don't um, do too much idle web surfing. Um, if you do drink coffee, don't drink coffee and do idle web surfing. I, like that is the epitome of wrong, in my opinion. Like getting messed up on a drug, which is what it is, and then just like uh, zoning out and like browsing dumb shit on the internet we're all guilty of it all so guilty of it just don't do that when you do nothing do something do a form of nothing that is a bit more um mm, healthy than auto web surfing so that's the first thing i'm giving you permission to do as in i want you to get excited if no one has told you that you should just have a fucking lazy day. Two, I'm giving you permission to like switch it up. If you if you have something in the back of your mind that you feel like you want to go and do, and you're like, oh well, no, I maybe I go do it. Just do it. Just do it. It can be very simple. It can be like, oh, I gotta take. I gotta take the garbage out, but oh, it's so far, and I'm so comfortable here, or oh, I should go for a walk, but oh man, I have to actually like go outside, and I, I mean, 90-something percent, I'm just throwing it out here, a large percentage of the time, you get rewarded when you, um, when you get up and move, just do something, so... I did it yesterday, and I was sitting in this goddamn computer chair in front of the goddamn computer, and I kept going back and forth, like, oh, should I ride my bike and drink a double espresso? And I I did it, and it was so fun. I had, it was being pelted with rain. And that was another thing, like, maybe your logic would be like, oh, it's raining. You can't ride your bike outside when it's raining. Of course you can. You're not going to die. If anything, it makes you feel more alive when the rain's hitting your face. So I went to Starbucks, drank double espresso. Um, oh, of course, my phone goes off. I'll get that in a sec. Um, drank double espresso. My creativity came back. I got this little spot in the window where there was lots of sun beating down. Um, I forgot my main journal, so I had this little one that was already filled up. And uh, my logic was like, oh, the journal's full. Oh, you didn't bring the proper journal. And then I was like, wait a minute. I can like write on these back pages that are like thick cardboard that you're not technically supposed to write on. So I was breaking the rules. I was in the sun. I rode my bike down. And then I like rode home. I saw this crazy rainbow that was like really thick that I wouldn't have seen if I hadn't ridden my bike. I just got rewarded big time. But then definitely when I got back home, um, I started getting the bad caffeine trip, man bad caffeine trip 
where you're kind of like stuck in a mind loop and like I couldn't stay outside for too long because I should have been back and anyways I was rewarded greatly the third one to bring it back to I wanted to skate the park with Dana and uh, maybe film another really good edit I'm giving you the permission to film hundreds upon thousands of experiences, edits, whatever you want to call them, videos, in the same fucking spot. I used to feel bad about filming at the Kamloops Skate Park all the time. I used to I used to overthink filming at the old Kamloops Skate Park all the time. You know what? I don't care. I do not care. I'm going to film there more if people think that we film there too much. People don't think it, but you know, you like, you feel bad where it's like, oh no, we've already gone to that spot. I just, I love the idea of going to the same place over and over again that has a variety of, of options that you've enjoyed numerous times. I like that. I don't know. It's not shallow. It's exciting. It's like, um, it's different every time. Sometimes it's not good, but I don't know. I'm giving you permission to do that. But, uh, I'm going to get my phone now. Thanks for listening. Um, be pollen. <laughs>